Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. There's a story in the paper here that just literally has come in. And it's quite a concerning one. Uh, and I want to go to uh, Richard O'Donoghue, who is an independent TD in the area. Uh, Richard, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon, how are you? Good, Richard. I, I've spotted this story. UL Hospital Group gave COVID jabs to 100 Gardaí. Now, this is around 100 Gardaí based in Clare and Limerick have been given their first COVID vaccines this week, even though the members of the force are not being prioritised. And this is part of the UL Hospital Group in the vaccination centre in Clare. Does this surprise you? No, it doesn't. Um, no, there can be reasons why uh, people within the Gardaí could get a vaccination jab. It's the same reason why if there is uh, people working in an area such as a nursing home, that if that depends on what sectors they're doing. It could but they're not in the priority group. But they're not in the priority group, but there's a lot of people that are in, that could have an underlying condition. They could come underneath that group. Ah, come on. But there is. There's all different reasons. Are you, are you um, telling me a hundred of them in one particular area all have a, a serious underlying condition and had to go and get a job? Are you having a laugh? Come on, it depends, Richard. It depends on what centres they're, they're working out of. Um, they could be high priority, they could be high risk. Um, if if they were called in to do that. Now, I haven't got the full details on the 100 Gardaí that were given us. Um, like yourself, the story has just come across my own desk in the last few minutes. It, but did, did, Richard, what I'm looking at across the country, between the Beacon Hospital, the coom lashing them out, you know, f- medical doctors bringing them home and giving them to their families, and now we're seeing this story uh, has now just come up online that 100 Gardaí have got it in Clare in a, in a regional centre. It does seem like it's turned into a free-for-all. This, I mean, we, we saw what happened in the Beacon Hospital and that was 100% wrong. Because well, well if, wrong. if this is, I mean, a case of Gardaí were just being given them because they were Gardaí, is that not wrong too? No, if it, if it was a case of Gardaí are just getting it because they're Gardaí, 100% that is wrong. But if it's a case that the Gardaí were given this because of a specific reason, um, if they were in a facility where they had to have this, this uh, vaccination, then that is, is a valid reason. But again, I don't know the reason around the 100 Gardaí. But if they were given it on the, on the basis of they're just being given it, 100% wrong. But if the facilities that these, these Gardaí are working out of, that it, it has, that you have to have a vaccination, um, well, yes, if they're going to put other people at risk within, within the sector that they're in. Because um, if you look across the sector of Gardaí, there's 7,500 Gardaí. Mm-hmm. We're saying that there's 100 of the Gardaí that have been vaccinated uh, uh, in this region. In this one centre, yeah, yeah. In this one, in the one centre. But see, the centre that that covers. Oh, I know it covers Limerick as well. It, I, it covers yeah. Limerick. And I know. Clare. So the last time I spoke to you, that was the reason we had you on the air to talk about the fact <laughs> exactly, that it was in yeah. Limerick. Yeah, so it was and in Clare. I was actually speaking to a man this morning who was in the in, in the age group of, of having. Um, illnesses and it, it covered him to have his vaccination yes but but I, do, but I mean I'm looking at the cohorts well the original cohorts as we know that's all being changed now okay it now yes. goes by age those cohorts are gone right yes. but in saying that even if they had say diabetes for example and, and many people do have diabetes a percentage of the population yes. or asthma for example yes. they're not due they, even under the old guidelines they weren't due to be done yet Yes, which, which is which so. Is absolutely, it would lead me to believe that they that if they to get into these, I I don't have it to hand, but to to, to qualify under the current, um, you know, uh, underlying conditions, you would have to have something reasonably serious, like COPD, for example. 
Yeah, no, I'm doubting very much that a guard on duty has COPD. No, but they might have an underlying heart condition that has to love them. Well, yeah, they wouldn't be guards if they had an underlying heart condition. With the greatest respect to you, Richard. You have guards that have We have 100 guards that have been vaccinated. I'd like to know the reason why. I don't believe myself that these 100 Gardaí were just given a, a free-for-all because... Uh, maybe maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe there was a percentage had genuine reason to be in that cohort or the next and cohort. A percentage out of 7,500. Yeah, but also, I don't believe all 100 had a reason for it. I believe all 100, I believe there's certainly some of them in there got up just because they're a guard. Well, I would hope that that's not the case. And if it is the case, then that needs to be dealt with. But I would ho- I'd be hoping that that's not the case because there is... I have people that are, we say, coming from the point of view of maintenance in nursing homes, mm. and they had to be vaccinated before they'd allowed them to come into the, mm. the nursing home because of the maintenance that's in it. it well, by the way, can I just mention as well, the centre itself insists the vaccines were offered, well, this is UL Hospital Group, insists the vaccines were offered to the Gardaí in line with the national guidance, and this won't impact the timetable for vaccinating people with underlying medical conditions. So... I'm reading between the, the well, well, I'm reading between the lines now. Let me just read the statement again, as 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 written. Okay, it okay. says it insists that the vaccine were offered to Gardaí in line with the national guidance, and that this won't impact on the timetable for vaccinating people with underlying medical conditions. So that leads me to believe that they weren't vaccinated because of underlying medical conditions. Well, because they would tell us that if they were. If according to that, it does. Well, no, they would tell us that if they, they, in their kind of response, they would say, well, they were vaccinated under national guidance and because they were in the cohort of uh, people with underlying conditions, because they certainly don't qualify under the age category. They wouldn't qualify under the age category. No. no. So I it has to be medical conditions. Would have to be medical conditions. Well, I mean, don't have a very fit force. If, if you're telling me that 100 Gardaí in that particular region had to have a serious medical condition. Are they going into a medical centre or into a situation where they have to be vaccinated? That doesn't, that doesn't qualify them to be vaccinated. People well, who are going in to, to see vulnerable people, for example. No, or if, there, if, there, if there's people going into to a centre where there is people that are at high risk that have been vaccinated already under certain conditions, if people are going in there. But we, we just look at it from the point of view of if there's somebody coming in from a prison service and if there's somebody that's in there that is, it has been, is a high risk mm-hmm. uh, area yeah. right? and you have certain people that whether they're suffering from drug abuse or whatever they're suffering from right within different centres if there is a cohort of the Gardaí that are going in to cover that then they have to be vaccinated to go in there that could be put other people at risk well then I would agree with that if they're giving them a vaccination for the sake of giving them a vaccination I would have a problem with that because they're, they're the same as everyone else I go to Dublin every week mm-hmm. uh, I leave Limerick and I go to Dublin every week for a couple of days to, into the door. I'm meeting as many people as as far as um, Gardaí would be meeting and uh, and all we can do is be respectful and everyone has to be respectful. But if there is people being given a vaccination for the sake of giving it, I'd have an issue with that. If they're given it for, for going in because they're going into a, an area where they're going to put other people at risk, I wouldn't have an issue with that. But I would hope that that is the reason why they've got it. And if they haven't got it for that reason, then I would have an issue with it. Okay, I'm just reading on here. The vaccines were administered at the start of this week before the government's announcement that the Gardaí and others would not be prioritised on the basis of occupation. Gardaí were never formally added to that list. And even when this was uh, anticipated, uh, they were to wait until those underlying health conditions and those aged over 70 uh, got the jabs first. Uh, in other words, those are the medical conditions are in cohort four. And to date, 25,000 of these people have received their first dose out of an estimated 150,000. 
But even though thousands of the Midwest are in this group and still waiting for the UL uh, va- the vaccine from UL Hospitals Group and Minister Vaccines to around 100 Gardaí at the Limerick Vaccination Centre in the Radisson Blue Hotel earlier on this week. Yeah. It does, and this is, by the way, Claire FM, obviously, this, they put this story yeah, out well, just to, to get well, the credit for it. I hope that these hundred guardies got out for the right really reason. Good. Everyone is waiting for the vaccines themselves now at the moment. Uh, there's a lot of people waiting, a lot of vulnerable people, a lot of teachers and across the... the well, now, now I, I'm just, look, there's more news coming in now. I'm just reading <clears throat> from the, jur- the journal's website here. Offered the day. Guardi now allowed to accept surplus vaccines if offered by HSE. So that does seem to be that the Guardi are getting priority. Because I wouldn't be allowed a surplus vaccine. I'm 57. No. I'm not allowed. To, you're not allowed. I don't know what age no. group you are. You're I'm, I'm 50, 50 as well. Okay, so you're not allowed a surplus. No. Could you imagine if it was found out that a TD, because he was 57, uh, was allowed to have a... If there's any surplus ones now, you can give them there to the TDs. Yeah, well, Should they be in order? 100%. Well, well, that's what they're saying now. Gardaí have been given permission to accept surplus COVID-19 vaccinations from the HSE following calls for clarity on members of the force will be vaccinated. So they'll use this as an excuse for the hunter Gardaí and say, oh no, we were allowed. Yeah, we were told we were allowed. Yeah, well, if, they're if, clearly, if, was, they were clearly, that the point is, Richard, I reckon these were clearly 100 surplus vaccines that weren't used on the day. Now, if at the Radisson Blue, I'm sure there are many people within five kilometres of that who had an underlying condition, were over the age of 70, were yeah. much older than Garda Shea would have been much more deservant and much more at risk than, say, a, you know, a 30-year-old guard. Yeah. You know. One, 100%, but as I say, I would hope that the 100 Garda that got this are the ones that are, would be at most of risk going into centres where they could be actually putting other people at risk, and I would hope that's the case. Um, I do understand the statement that you've made there, the saying that they've been offered this for the vaccine. Now, saying that, is if you look at it from the point of view of of the Garda structure, it would probably be very easy for for um, a hundred Gardaí. But I'd equally, I would like to see the same thing. Then would be offered to the teachers. Ah, now, see, now you're going. Well, see, now you're going down a road. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to go teachers, why not SNAs? Why not people yeah. who work in Tesco's and Dunn's? So they're meeting people every day. Yeah. I mean, you you go down a rabbit hole with that one. Every vaccine should be offered to each of different of the agencies and put it out there. I, I, for the first time ever, Richard, I actually agree with the government, which is very rare, when they change the categories uh, to what they're doing now, which is they finish the vulnerable, they finish the over 70s. Now let's just do it by age because it doesn't matter what job you're working in. If you're 25 years of age, your chances of dying of COVID-19 are minuscule. If I'm 57, my chances are higher. So it should go by age. And that's it. That's the bottom line. Yeah, well, it, at it's this what point. they've introduced at the moment is what they've introduced. But since the very, very start of this, they've made If the vaccine... Well, well, I mean, I just think this story now, looking at this story, that Gardaí have now been, are now allowed to accept for, uh, surplus vaccines. We're now giving favouritism to the guards. And that's just unacceptable, I believe. Well, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't like to see that. Okay, listen, I, I know we caught you on the hop today and I appreciate no, you coming no, no. out a short notice. Listen, thank you very happy much indeed. To you. you too, you happy Easter to you too, Richard. Uh, Richard, don't know who independent TD in the area. All right. Um, that's, I don't know, we don't know exactly yet. I, I, by the way, I am pretty sure that all 100 of those guards did not have a serious underlying condition or follow into that category. But according to the guard of Shea Khan, and now they're saying that Gardaí are now allowed to accept surplus vaccines if offered by the HSE. So what next? Beacon Hospital, to, to politicians, are they allowed surplus? What about radio presenters? Can we all have a surplus one? If there happens to be one gone, yeah, we're on the radio all the time. We've worked through the whole pandemic. What about the girl or the guy who works in Duns? Should they be allowed to have a surplus one as well? They're meeting loads of people, probably more than a guard on a daily basis. Should they be allowed to have a surplus vaccine as well if it comes available and feck somebody, you know, who's older? It doesn't matter. 
Why would you give a vaccination, for example, to a 25 or 30 year old guard? When you've got 60 year olds out there who haven't been vaccinated yet, who are a much higher risk. That makes absolutely no sense. Yes, of course, they're a higher risk of getting it because they can't quarantine because they're out meeting the general public. But the chances of them dying, which is that this is all about saving lives and public health, are so slim. Let's all start using it. It's turning into a free-for-all now. Sure, look, the whole audience, I'll just go out to go to your nearest hospital and see what they give it to you if there's anything hanging around, any spares hanging around. Just knock on the door. We have to bow mount there. Any spares there? Because it's just, it's turning into a free-for-all now. I mean, and I blame the Minister for Health. The Minister for Health needs to take control of the situation. This is his job. This is his job. I want to ask you, by the way, have a think about it during the break. Do you think it's fair to prioritise Gardaí and nurses and frontline workers like that, necessary workers throughout the pandemic? Do you think it's fair, even though they might be only 25 or 30 years of age? Do you think that's fair? Or voluntary workers with charities who are getting them at the moment as well, some of them younger. Do you think that's fair that they're getting vaccinated? Let me know what you think. The number's 87 Well, 60-year-old Johnny and Mary sits at home wondering what's when their turn is coming. Anyone boiling or selling the vaccines? Anyone boiling or selling the vaccine? What do you want to look over a loaf of now? Moderna, is it? Moderna here for 20 quid. Would you want to boil? Anyone boiling or selling the vaccine? That's the way it's going to get now. It's turned into a joke, the whole thing. Uh, somebody says, no. Ooh. Uh, Niall, I can tell you of two other schools where school teachers have all been vaccinated. The whole thing is a joke. It's turning into a free-for-all. Friends of friends of friends of friends, etc. As it always does. Of course it is. Of course it is. That's what's happening, isn't it? People are deciding the rules themselves. Uh, this idea by the way that Gardaí have been told that they're allowed to accept surplus vaccines. I'm asking you, do you agree with it? Uh, let me go to Anne. How are you doing? You're on Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Anne? Hi, Niall. How's it going? Oh, good. Anne, I mean, look, I'm hearing stories. and People are texting in. Now, I don't know how true they are about different places and people who have got vaccines who shouldn't have got them. I mean, it is turning into a bit of a free-for-all, isn't it? It is. Like, I, I don't agree with the, the Beacon one or any of those, but I do agree with a guard being vaccinated. Why? And I'm not, I'm, because, like... You and me are going to, aren't going to risk ourselves every day with somebody but, on. With listen, one second, somebody on with problems, who's going to come and bite you in the arm or spit in your face. There've been a few cases where the guards have um, approached somebody, and your man is like, "I've got COVID," and he's spitting in his eyes and everything. So I think they're at more of an immediate risk mm-hmm. with just even people on the street. So I wouldn't have a problem with guards being vaccinated at all. Look, I think everybody would like to get the vaccination. I'd like it. But yeah, you know. okay. Okay, and by the way, there are some who don't want to get it. That's their business too, right? Okay, yeah. but in saying that, when we argue that, you know, and we talked about categories before, be it school teachers who are with a lot of children, that's their argument. SNAs yeah. are with a lot of children. Care workers yeah. are with their, their mum and dad who might be old and might bring it home to them. Then you've got shop workers who say they'll meet more people than guards would ever meet in a single day uh, because yeah. they're, you know, going, it may be working on tills. And it's my job. How do you, I Absolutely. Meet a lot of people so everywhere. we could all come up with a reason as to why we all should, you know, get jumped up the list. And that was the reason they got rid of the list and said, no, I think the best reason to get vaccinated is age. Because because if we look at the data breakdown of people who have died, and that's what we want to stop happening, people dying, the data breakdown of age clearly states that the older you are, the more at risk you are. No, I know, and I know that. I just think that the guards, I don't think that they should be, and listen, I don't have posters of guards on my wall or anything, I just think that they should be in a different category to us. These are like, you know, defenders of the state. These guys are out. Yeah, we know it's not Beirut. We know they're not like, you know, out with you know, fighting 24 hours a day, the public, but they're, mm-hmm. 
um, like even when I heard about the beacon one, I just thought, God Almighty! Like, and the beacon is the tip of the iceberg. And, like, you could be, you could be um, dead in a gully somewhere, yeah, and, yeah. and and nobody would care about you. But you know, your what is it again? Your child is in a, um, a, school. a private school or something, yeah. and all of a sudden you get vaccinated. Yeah, that was an absolute disgrace. Well, then we had then we had a medical professional in the Coombe Hospital bringing the syringes home still and giving them to his family. My parents are still waiting. They're in mm. their seventies, and one, my mother has a lung problem, and they're still waiting. Well, yeah, here's the thing: your mum, with her lung problem, should be way ahead of any thirty-year-old guard. She, she should, yeah, she should. But, but when I then hear, of, I agree with that. No, because when I hear of you know Joe Soap down the road who happened to know someone, happened to know someone. I say, God, I might feel like, yeah, that's a disgrace. But then when I do hear it's a guard, I go, mm, I can't really complain that much because I'm going to be calling this guy to my house if there's neighbours of a house party and they're trashing the place and they're all on drugs and these guys are going to go in. All right, so, no, okay, I get the point you're making. And maybe if that was a thing and a rule, I would kind of agree with it. But what's annoying me is it just seems that we're all just making up the rules. It's turned into a free-for-all. Stay there, or, Anne, if you can, for a second. I've only got three minutes. Deck, how you doing? You're an Ireland's Classic Kids. How you doing, Deck? How you doing, Noel? Uh, another story, another day, another story. A uh, hundred guards, it seems, have got it, and now the guards are saying that they're they've been told that they're allowed to get it if there's a surplus. Is that acceptable? Give it to them, Jesus Christ, man! They've got people in their face. They have to arrest someone. They're very close to them. But everybody, they, uh, but there's loads of occupations that work with the general public. Here, listen, Noel. People were out clapping for bin men and shopkeepers and everyone. Taxis didn't even get a mention. I've carried 22, 24 COVID patients. Well then, why don't you, well, then why don't you get the vaccine? Why aren't you a priority? We don't matter. We wouldn't even get a free cup of coffee for God. Well, well, okay. Well, that's exactly what you're saying, that you don't matter. But, I mean, you do matter, and guards matter. Everybody matters, right? So what I'm saying is, we have a system in place, and the system currently at the moment is based on age after those who are vulnerable and old. So but the guards are not in that system. No, okay, right. the guards aren't in that system. So in other words, they're making, they're making, so what you're accepting is, you're accepting them making up their own rules. But why don't they call the taxi drivers that bring their patients to the hospital? No, to no, say, hey, I'm, not, I'm not disagreeing with you, Deck. Yeah. I'm, ju- I'm just saying to you, is it acceptable that the guards are now saying that we can take surplus? That a 25 well, or 30-year-old guard is basically ahead of somebody who's 70 years of age in the queue? Well, look, Noel, they work in groups. And at the start, they didn't really practice their own social distancing. But now they're all wearing masks and everything. If there's surplus vaccines, give it to them. Give it to the taxi drivers that are carrying well, there isn't There isn't that many. Syrup. You're, you're bringing in taxi drivers now. And I'd say give it to SNAs. Give it to shop workers who deal with thousands of people every day. There is loads of reasons why loads of people who have worked throughout this pandemic should all be jumped up the queue. But we have to be logical. And being logical, we know that the people who are dying are generally over the age of 70. So yeah, we have to focus on that. Noel, how many people have we vaccinated? Half a million uh, no, uh, all, all together, uh, second dose, 228,819,000 in total have got w- at least one dose. And how many have we got in the UK? 33 million. I what know. A joke. I, no, I know it's a joke. I'm well aware the whole situation is a joke. It should be done much quicker. But what I'm saying is, 
when we have vaccines left over, this was the argument in the Beacon last week when they had 20 left over. You don't reach out 10 miles away to a school that your kids go to just because you know somebody. You don't reach out to the Garda station because we think the guards are great and they're meeting a lot of people. What we do is we look five kilometres within the region. This is the policy. You contact local GPs, get a list of them of who the vulnerable people in their area are and who are most likely to succumb to death from COVID-19. That would be the logical thing to do. Yeah, but that that would be very logical. But yeah, listen, giving them to your school children, your your kids, teachers. That's <laughs> well, I don't think so. Slap on the hand. Mm. All right, okay, listen, I've run out of time. Thank you, Anne. Thank you, Jack. Uh, So he says, Roma and travellers are priority. Niall, why? Why do you think? I'll leave that one to your own imagination. I know they they ran that story in the Independent during the week that uh, Romas and members of the travelling community will be given priority for vaccines. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits.